What it do, guys? It's the Connection Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to uh, the very special episode that we have going on today. We have a full room, full house. Oh, you want me to say the thing? <laughs> oh, sorry. Welcome to the Connection Podcast, where in just under an hour, we are going to connect with God and His Word, take a deep dive into Scripture, and come full circle with God and His Word. I forgot we did that part before, so... Uh, easy. Introduce who our guests are today. So first and foremost, we have a pretty awesome day today. We have uh, we're doing, as you can tell, our singleness episode part two, um, and we actually have a group of people here with us. So we're gonna go ahead and introduce them first. So let's go ahead and start with you, Miss Lillian. What's up, guys? It's Lillian here. What's up, everyone? This is Kenya. Excuse my voice. <laughs> it's. Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Bring it to you, bro. It's, uh, my bad. It's uh, Matt. You guys already know me. Hey. It's your boy, Oski, a.k.a. Oscar. Hey. <laughs> this is Tara. Woo. Yeah. Tara. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, just talking to our group here, we're going to be talking and diving into more about singleness. It was a very kind of popular episode with a lot of people, so... Very prominent in the church, right? Like, what do we do in a church setting? Like, when should we get married? How do we know who to date? Should we date in the church? You know, all these kinds of different questions that a lot of people have about singleness in the church. Um, so to just get into this real quick from the last time, just to get all of us kind of thinking and to get all of us, you know, our minds going about singleness and stuff. The kind of stuff we said was there were four points. And the first one is that singleness is a gift from God. Okay. Um, point number two is that being single does not mean you're alone. Point number three is that this is a time to grow in your relationship with God the most. Okay. And the last point is that be the person you're looking for is looking for. Hey. <laughs> right. So like, and what that means, it, you know, just off of that, it's like, <laughs> get that snap going. No, that's just, that's just saying like, be that person. If you have an ideal kind of spouse in mind, be that person that they're looking for. Yeah. You know, that, that, that man of God, that woman of God, that kind of character that you would think they would want to find, you know? Um, so the kind of takeaways again, we're thank God for your time of singleness. Do all you can now to grow closer to God and use this time to set your standards or it's really, we said that wrong. I just realized this. Use this time to set God's standards, yeah. you know, use this yeah. time to like, set God's standard in your life of like, I'm not just going to settle for this because I'm lonely. I'm not just going to settle for this just because I want this. I'm going to do, I'm going to obey God. I'm going to follow in God's path and do what he um, wants us to do with this. So we just, the reason why we wanted to go ahead and um, do a a part two, but this time with, you know, Tara, Oski, Matt, Kenya, and Lillian is because when we did it, we realized that we were only speaking from, a guy's perspective and just our perspective. So we also wanted, you know, Oscar's perspective, Matt's perspective. And then most importantly, we wanted a girl's perspective in being single because a guy's perspective is completely different than a girl's, you know? And yeah, we, we go through the same things and we struggle through the same kinds of stuff. Our mindset is different and what we look for is different. And so that's why we wanted to go ahead and actually be fair and also get the other point of view, you know? So thank you ladies for joining us. We're, we're really happy about that. So first of all, let's go around and like, just do a quick, quick introduction of everyone. Um, so let's do this. Let's say, cause a couple of us in the room are kind of in like in a relationship, kind of to say, <laughs> or just, but we've been recently, recently single. 
So let's just go around the room uh, again. Just <laughs> <laughs> y'all know who you're talking about. <laughs> Listen, Finally. listen, we're being humble. Listen, we are humble, open, and transparent on this podcast. So yeah. nothing. Start with a single guy. <laughs> All right, Matt, yeah. grab that mic. Grab that mic. Oh. Oh, man. Grab so me. just introduce yourself. Tell us where you go to church. Okay, well, we all go to Hillsong, but tell us what you do at what you do at Hillsong. Uh so I'm Matt, and I do a youth ministry at church at Hillsong Phoenix, downtown campus. It's not close enough, my bad. <laughs> um so yeah, right now, I'm single, currently single. All right. Uh, kind of confused if I'm ready to mingle, but. <laughs> but. <laughs> no, that's minutes mingle at church. Oh, minutes mingle. Yeah. And not, it's only a minute. It's not enough time sometimes. You need a little more time, but we'll get into that later. All right. Anyways, yeah. Kenya? Oh, my goodness. So being one out of the three that is like pretty single you know there's like potential potential relationships going on within the people in this podcast uh so uh my name's kenya and let's see so i've been oh so you you said um what i do at hillsong so i serve um in the mornings and I'm more involved with uh, Espanol downtown. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, representing. And we're focused on like building connect groups uh, mm. to hopefully build like a Spanish service sometime soon. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Yes. And I've been single for about a year. Okay. Oh, yeah, Matt. How so. long have you been single, bro? Uh, I think it's been like. About to be four months. It was like three and a half months. Okay. Yeah. So, so. Very single. yeah, very recently single. The last single person on this <laughs> podcast <laughs> is uh, your boy Easy. Um, let's see. I've been single. I don't even remember when we broke up, but it's been about. A, it'll be a year, probably in August or July. Oh no, August or September. I'm sorry. Um. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just trying my best to remember everything. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. No, I'm good. <laughs> Shut off the mics, please. Like, <laughs> I need a second. Um, no, and um, I do what I do with Hill, at Hillsong. Uh, first and foremost, I attend, and I'm a worshiper there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Calm down." <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm a worship there. I'm a worshiper there first. Second, um, I'm a part of the 9 a.m. service team, that odd squad, lobby team, whatever. And then third, what I do is here with Noah. Now we just started our own connect group, so we're working on that as well. So yeah, that's the last and final single person here. The other uh, four people are uh, are technically. Technically single, but you know, you know, I don't know. <laughs> so you guys can go ahead and introduce yourselves now. Well, listen. First of all, you're single until you're married. So. That's good. Amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah, we'll go. We'll come back to that. All right, Lillian, go ahead. Yeah, I'm right there with Noah. You're single until you're married, because first and foremost, our hearts are for God until we're married. Yep. Um. So, um. Some of you know, Noah's talked about me on the podcast. <laughs> Quite a bit. Like the secret, <laughs> the secret Lillian, does she really yeah. exist? <laughs> yeah, here she is. 
Lillian. <laughs> That's the We're one. We're smelling your candle right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, but before Noah and I, like, our paths aligned again, though, I was single for about a year. Mm-hmm. And in that time, I developed myself and yep. my relationship with God. And I think that's what brought Noah and I back together exactly. is that separation exactly. because we weren't ready for marriage, mm-hmm. let alone a relationship as two broken people. That's what I was telling Kenya earlier. Um, so we were pre-gaming for this podcast <laughs> already, but yeah, we're the guilty ones in the room. And I, I'm, I'm one of the other ones, obviously, since she just mentioned that, but yeah. That, that we have, have a crazy story, right? We were together for five years and like just had a, a really long relationship, but then split apart like last March. She moved to Texas, didn't talk for a good long while, but then all of a sudden she just like we, we talked like Christmas time this past December and then she came back in March. And it was funny because she came back um, in March or for Easter and she held, she was like, oh, I want to host like a, a Seder meal. On Easter, I was like, okay, that's cool. And so Easy and I go over to, honestly, the house that we were living in at the time that her friend now lives in. We go over to her house and she starts serving me. I'm just like, dang. <laughs> like, it just hit me like a ton of bricks, you know? So, and, but I think that's the thing. Like, you know, I always, that's my wife. That, I, was, I was like, I was like, thank you, Lord. I see. I see clearly now. <laughs> you know? But that's, um, no, it's just crazy that when you're running your own race, you know, when you are, when you are dedicated to God, when you're like giving your life to God fully and you are saying, God, I'm going to focus, I'm going to do the Matthew six thirty three, like seek you first. God will bring that person right next to you. And all you, and all you have to do is look to the side while you're still running and say, Oh, Hey, how you doing? You know? Yeah, exactly. All right. Oscar, go ahead, sir. Oscar. Yeah. yeah. So I'm actually the third one in the room. <laughs> There's a special one in my life that's sitting next to me. <laughs> hey, yo, come on now. <laughs> yeah. And now we've been on a wild journey for about over a month now. Kind of just focusing on God, kind of like Lily was talking about. And even Noah touched on it, just running your own race, which is kind of what I was doing yeah. before she came into my life. So it's, it's been interesting, and I'm loving the journey we're on. <laughs> and uh, before that, I was actually single for uh, six years. That's yeah. a long time. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long, it's been a while. Um, and as far as what I do at Hillsong, I'm actually um, same team as Izzy, 9 a.m. doing the welcome team, just like the team set, the team name is welcoming people, making sure they feel at home. And Oscar, you are probably one of like the most friendliest people yeah. on our team. Like you are so good at just welcoming people and like making them feel at home. So. Yeah. I appreciate for that, you, man. Yeah. Also, I forgot to say, I'm also part of the 9 a.m. service team, help with the lobby stuff. And Lillian just served today for the first time, too. So, I honestly, like all of us in this group, yes, at, yeah. at this, yeah, we're all part of the 9 a.m. team. Matt's kind of different. He's, he's with youth, but hey, you know, <laughs> he's still cool with us. Honestly, he's still part of the group. All right, Tara? Yeah, so I'm Tara, and um, I'm actually new to like Phoenix in general, actually. I moved well i i officially moved in in july um this is my new home my church home hillsong i'm all of you made me feel so welcome um but yeah definitely god has done a lot in the past two and a half months like just blow my mind really honestly um i came here just thinking i was going to be here for two months and um and just God, like enjoy hillsong yeah. you know um but then it was like the first or second service i came in i was like my god like 
I just have such a, like, when you say, like, this is your home, like, you know, you hold those signs and stuff, I was like, I feel that. And each person was so genuine. It wasn't just, like, the leaders, the pastors and all that. It was, like, each individual person, like, each one of you it made me feel so welcome. And so, anyway, um, I just, you know, sought the Lord more about it. And, anyway, God yeah. did amazing things. I now live here. And then a special person came into my life pretty <laughs> early on. Um, uh, yeah. And, yeah, he just has been just he, he seeks the lord and he has such an amazing heart and uh he's been super yeah um gosh i just yeah every single day like yeah it's amazing because he he and i want the same things and mm. we both you know love the lord so much and we know we have a purpose here on this earth and you know we're just seeking the lord about how we can do that together yeah so yeah. Nice. But and the funny, I'm sorry, real quick. The ahead, real funniest yeah. thing about this is that when Noah and I were talking about doing this singleness part two, everybody in this room was single. Yeah. Technically speaking, <laughs> yeah. everybody was. And then literally, oh, this was, we were in this for like a month or a month or month at least um, at the minimum where we've been trying to plan this. And then when we finally sent the text out like a week or two ago, technically everyone was still single. And just like talking to each other. And then now it's kind of been more official within literally a week. So, <laughs> so, and then just going off what you said, your story with you coming out here, it really impacted me. Cause I remember the very, the second time that you served with us, Tara, and you were saying to us, I think I'm ready to make this place my home. Mm-hmm. I didn't register that because I just thought like, oh, you know, that's what people yeah. say about, you know, going to church or something. But then when you told me like like a month ago that like, oh, yeah, when I said that, like I meant like really like, you know, putting roots here. I was like, oh, OK. Yeah. Like that's what she meant. So that's a really cool story. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Also, I I've uh, as far as being single, I've been single all my life. Um, I've actually not dated anyone because God's been the first love of my life. And um, <laughs> I kept myself from doing that, knowing that like, you know when he's chosen the right person for me, he's going to come into my life. And so I just could, I could know a guy's character without having to date him. And, um, wow. And so, yeah, this is just been, yeah, a journey. I'm 27 now, but yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, That's, that's crazy. Like, especially in today's world, that's crazy. That is awesome. Can you, can you, can you got something to say? Transition. As far as Tara's story, um, ever since, I mean, I just want to say how grateful I am that our friendship has come so naturally. I mean, I just met Lillian today and like, we just, you know, we've developed this friendships and like Tara, when she first came, you know, I remember when she was like, I think like I'm in between um, Phoenix and like Florida. And I was like, girl, I don't know what to say. I mean, (laughs) you know, what can I say? (laughs) And uh, just from the beginning, I mean, we talked about even our singleness and like even my past relationship. I mean, it's been Mm. so easy to um, even open up to these girls right here. I'm so grateful for that. And yes i also want to just say like thank you everybody for 
agreeing to to be on this podcast with us and for doing this. Like we love you guys so so very much, each and every one of you. So it's a blessing and an honor to serve with each of you every single Sunday and just to know you guys as probably our closest friends that we've ever had. So it's good. Yeah. So you guys ready to jump in? Let's do it. Get juicy on this. <laughs> it's going it's good. I mean, it's going to be intense. Like like just yeah, if you guys ever feel like there's just something you want to share, like don't be afraid. I mean, we've talked about our addictions from the past, what we struggled with being single, so that's you know, like that's part of our testimony. That that's stuff that will free not only yourself but other people from that so like you like you know the word says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony and, it, and that's important right the blood of the lamb's already been done but now it's up to us as our testimony to to testify of what god has done and what he's brought us through so yeah all right <laughs> so i'm just going to read through this real quick i found this kind of interesting little article about single and satisfied all right so I'm just going to read through these points. And so the word single means consisting of a separate, unique whole. Uh, that's biblical in itself, right? It says the, the two become one, not the halves become one, not the, the pieces become one, but the two become one, right? So I think that really is very true to what it means in the Bible is saying that it's a unique whole. It's a single, unique whole person. Um, single suggests, Tara, kind of what you said, like being exclusively attentive, like an undivided heart, right? And that's what we kind of talked about before, where it's like, you know, having that heart towards God, having that heart set on him first and foremost in your life. And even if it takes a long, 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 long time, God will be, bring you the perfect person that you need, right? Just like the one that you were just like, oh man, like, thank you, Lord. <laughs> She's like, she's like, oh, he fine. Even, even like restoring what's, oh. <laughs> and you say that and um, even like restoring what's broken. Yeah, you know, like absolutely. Bringing, bringing two people together that were once together, you and Lily. I think that's a beautiful thing to witness. Mm -hmm. And everyone's story is going to be different. Yeah. Everyone's story of singleness and what they've been through, what they're going to experience is completely different. So. Um, so here, this is just says symptoms of those who tend to struggle with singleness in life include difficulties with, so these are things that if you struggle with being single and like being content in that, here's some things that you might struggle with yourself. Um, otherwise, so identity, right? Who am I? What's my purpose? Yeah. And that's, that's where we get caught up to. I'm sorry, I'm talking a lot, but that's where we get caught up to is like, we put our identity in someone else. We're seeking, right? We're not completely whole yet. We are seeking to fill that void with somebody else to make us complete for our identity to be an M and them. And that's where it's dangerous because then when that person doesn't live up to your expectations, you're frustrated, you get mad, all these kinds of things start to happen. Yeah. Right. And that relationship not built on a solid foundation. Yeah. Um, loneliness. I need someone to share my life. I mean, I feel so alone. Technically you don't. I mean, Paul even says in first Corinthians that not everyone needs to be married. That's a hard thing to do in the church, but it's like, you know, it, I mean, not everyone may be called to do that. I know I've talked with people before that they say, hey, you know, like I know some friends who are 36 and they don't ever plan on getting married. And like if that's a call in your life to be that way, then embrace that and ask God for that help because you're going to need it. <laughs> like really going to need it. Mm -hmm. Next one is rejection. I'm not wanted. I must not be lovable. Um, real quick, going back to these. So identity, um, you guys can look these up if you're listening. 
Um, identity comes from Ephesians 2.10. That talks about like we're the God's handicraft, right? He's made us each individually a masterpiece. Loneliness, which comes from Hebrews 13.5. Uh, rejection comes from 1 John 3.1. And the next one is fear. I will be all alone when I'm old. Or I don't want to be hurt ever again. That's a big one. Do you guys like? Does anyone want to talk about that for a second? Like, I don't oh, want to be hurt ever again. <laughs> Matt, get that mic, bro. I feel like this is this is something we gotta talk about. Come on, man. Um. Yeah, man. Like, honestly, that's why earlier I was saying um that I'm not sure if I'm ready to mingle just because um like ever since I gave my life to God, like I was like, all right, I'm gonna settle down and like I'm gonna try to find that you know that wife. And like, you know, I had to do with a lot. I had a lot to do with our breakups, too, with the, the last two relationships I was in. But it's just it. it's like. After a while, you're just like, dude, like, I don't want to go through this pain again. Mm, yeah, so yeah. you're kind of scared. Um, I mean, that's. Yeah, dude. So, like, that's why I'm kind of confused right now. Like, I don't, like, you know, like, I'm not ready yet, but. So, Matt, like, what have you been doing then in this time where you're, like, you're confused? Like, what has been your, what do you feel like you should have been doing or just share more on that? Uh, So, like, okay, so one of my mistakes uh, when I gave my life to God was thinking that I needed a, a spouse to Ooh. fulfill my calling. Um. So that that's where I made a mistake because like I got in a relationship with this with one of my exes and she uh, I was like yo we're gonna get married and that's when I'm gonna start my ministry because I feel called to be a preacher you know to be, open up my own church and stuff yeah and like it didn't end up working out and now looking back in retrospect like I'm glad it didn't work out because because like first of all I wasn't ready to open up my own church but that was the kind of mentality i had as a as you know the younger me like, i was like yo i'm gonna get married and we're gonna open up this church and it's like nah bro like now like walking in like mm -hmm. a few years in in doing ministry at hillsong and stuff like i'm like yo like i was not ready and i'm still not even ready in a sense you know um i'm more ready than i was back then but um so now like what i've been doing is just like walk in my calling in a sense like without like waiting to get married or whatever like just doing it in my singleness like whether i have a, a girlfriend or not like i'm not letting that stop me like i'm just doing it mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um which is why i'm in youth and i love it because you know you just get to pastor the younger kids and um just uh you know just just it's it's cool that's all <laughs> but yeah um so yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm doing like just serving at church and not letting it not letting being in a relationship, like, or not being in a relationship stopped me from serving at church. I'm just doing it regardless, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So this, and the one for this one fear is Isaiah 41.10. And this is good for these kinds of things where it says, don't be afraid for I am with you. Don't be discouraged for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. So that's like really important when you have these kinds of fears, like, oh, I'll, I'll always be alone or um, I'm afraid to get hurt again. God says like, don't be afraid of that because I got you. Like, I'm here. I, I will support you. I'm your strength. You know, and like really kind of reciting that verse to yourself when you have these moments of saying, well, God, like, I don't feel like I, sh I should be in a relationship. I don't know if I can do that, God, because I, what, what if I open myself up again and I end up getting hurt again? You know, what if that happens? Yeah. And God says, well, what if it doesn't? Or what if you do open yourself up and it actually leads to building you up, right? Because God's not going to give you somebody 
who is going to, you know, when you open yourself up, like he doesn't want you to be with somebody who's going to tear you down continually. Yeah. Right. He's going to give you somebody who's going to build you up. He's going to be with somebody who's going to like help you in that and say, I hear your vulnerability. I see what you've struggled with. And you know, I've struggled with things too. Yeah. Right. Yes. Go ahead, Lillian. So through my singleness journey, I figured out that one of my weaknesses was the fear of abandonment. Mm, A lot of women I know struggle with this because maybe their fathers or mothers left them at a young age and then you don't realize it, but you blame yourself. And so that abandonment makes you want to reach out for people when they start to leave you. I noticed Mm -hmm. this in Noah's in my relationship after reflecting that um, one of the reasons why that we were pulled apart is because I had these expectations for him that he could could not meet, only God could meet. Mm. And so finding that, finding God like truly finding God and having him fill me was whenever I could actually seek out someone who could film, who could be my, my, my side mate or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I will speak on a man of God by using Noah because I opened up to him about this. This isn't something I would normally open up about. And I had the courage to be like, Noah, this is, this is not me, but it's a reaction that happens whenever I feel this. So I just need you to know it so that Maybe you can help me through this because I'm not perfect. I still have these uh, tendencies from my past Mm -hmm. and these types of things provoke it. But if you can help me, like we can work through this. And, you know, I don't think any, I think um, someone that's not a man of God would take that almost as like bait, right? I can control this woman. Mm, I have the power. But Noah, no. A true man of God, as as all you men are, um, he was like, you know, Lillian, I'm so happy you told me that because now I can say these things to make you feel like I'm not abandoning you. Mm-hmm. Before I tell you like, hey, we need to talk. I'm going to tell you, look, this is not me abandoning you. This is not me leaving you. This is just me saying we have something we need to work on. Yeah. So. Yeah. Can you go ahead? <laughs> I think that um, even after my breakup, um, Let's see. What was I going to say? <laughs> Can you hold your mic up a little bit closer to your mouth? Oh. Sorry. <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. Okay. Now it's picking up. So, um, even after my relationship, I think one of the things that I've learned uh, throughout this singleness season is um, it's so easy to guard your heart, but like in not a godly way. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oof. And, um, to just kind of like be disappointed and like close yourself off from everybody. I mean, I left the church. I mm-hmm. I broke up with my friends, you know, and like I was kind of pushing all these important people in my life away when I wanted them so close. And um, I can say that like now I've learned to instead of um, harden my heart, to more so um, open up gates to people and not That's be scared good. to fear rejection. Cause I mean, and we were talking about this at church is like, uh, people are constantly facing like internal battles and um, you just kind of have to know that it's not you, it's them, you know, going through something. And um, I'm just more loving and I'm like not scared to love, you know? Yeah. So I'm just glad that God's brought a lot of new friends into my life and people I can look up to and hmm. people I can learn from. So, You're that yes. Same 
Ooh, and then Sheena. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and <then> Sheena, <laughs> hey, yes. <laughs> she told me something very impactful, which was through a course that some of you guys took as well. Uh, God speaks your love language. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then she said, like, you can't feel love without also like feeling the bad things, you know? Yes. I want, Kenya, I want to touch on something you just said um, about like about guarding your heart, right? You mentioned something about gates. I think the important yes. thing that a lot of people realize with singleness is that you don't build walls, you build gates, right? Because when you put up walls, that, that means you're keeping everything out. Mm-hmm. But with, when you build a gate, you're only letting certain things in, mm-hmm. right? That's the biggest difference is that when we're single and we get bitter or we get, have that fear of rejection, we build up walls. Mm-hmm. Right. Saying I'm not letting anybody else in because I don't want any of this other stuff to happen to me. But you have to that's where that guard your heart thing comes in, because it's like put up that gate. Right. Let certain things in. let people speak into your life. But when those things come that aren't going to give you life, like put that gate up. Mm-hmm. Right. And say you, you can't have access to this. Mm-hmm. Like you do. You have no access to this. Like this is for God. Like God isn't that, that is God's throne room. Yeah. Like I'm not allowing these things into my life. And that's hard to do. It's hard to really. Uh, discern like you know what do I let into my life what do I let what do I keep out yep just exactly like just like what Duncan Corby yes. talked about today discernment so yes 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 and I think a quote that's been on my mind um, like ever since I've been talking to my sister is like to foolish words deaf ears mm. and yeah, it's something absolutely. that I wrote back like a long time ago but um Definitely. I mean, I think that um, I lost my train of thought. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back. Um, Yeah, that I mean, it takes a lot of self-control to also be able to discern what you're going to let pass through that gate. Absolutely. Yes. And so you said did you say within a relationship we we tend to build gates or are you saying after a breakup we tend to like build walls? It, it can be both. Yeah. It can be absolutely both. It can be either you're in a relationship and it's great at the beginning or something and then things happen later on and later on. Mm-hmm. And so then you start to build those walls without even realizing it and you think you're just kind of adapting to it. Mm-hmm. But in reality, I mean, it can be either one. You can, you can build walls and relationships with someone you've been with together with for 10 years, 26 months, whatever it is. Yeah. But you can also build gates in that same way too. You can also build gates within a relationship. Um, and that's where, you know, how do you take down a wall block by block? And that's mm-hmm. where it takes the other person like speaking into you and saying, you know what? Like I see these walls you have put up, like, let's just kind of, let's work on it. You know, mm-hmm. let's take it down block by block, one piece at a time. Right. Because if it all comes down at once, it's going to destroy everything inside. Okay. No, <laughs> <laughs> so that's why it's important to, you know, like put that moat around your heart and put those gate, that drawbridge up and like go medieval here. But, um, e. no, it's just, it's a, it's a big difference and our eyes are gates, our ears are gates. And so what you see yeah. determine like that, like our, our eyes, our ears and our heart are the three biggest gates that we have that wow. we either yeah. listen or, or look at or, or let in. So Matt, Matt's got something to say. He's good. He's like, I got to preach. 
Nah, man. <laughs> I got a vent. Nah, if I, I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> but I it. think, um, I think what's crazy is like after a breakup, like you, uh, you tend to let, if we're talking about gates, you, you, you like, you want to keep everything that's unknown out, but you want to run to the familiar. And like, usually our familiar is not a good familiar because we have past. Yeah. And like sometimes we tend yeah. to go back to, and not every story is like this, but like, you know, we tend to like go back to exes or certain people that old habits. are familiar, old <laughs> habits that like, you yes, know, sir. we, uh, they, come on, man, you know, like. We in the same boat, bro. We in the same boat, bro. So like you, you try to go back because it's familiar and then like God is like, nah, man, like I'm trying to help you love again, but like love yeah. in a deeper sense. Yeah. And like, since it's unknown to us, we're like, eh, nah, I want to go back to this kind of love yeah. that, that the only love i know right now and, and go ahead but with with what you're saying about the gate too like you know just adding another metaphor or an analogy to it is that yeah we'll have the gate there and we'll only let certain things that we want in yeah. but unlike a wall where you have like if you build a wall unless you build a door with that wall yeah you can get out whereas a gate you can easily hop it over or you have like the little latch and you just walk out. And in my past relationship, anytime it would come to church, I would put that gate up around our relationship. Yes, I wanted her to be in church, but also there was a part of me that like already knew that she wasn't like the one. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that I would end up doing is that I would have that gate up around whenever like we would talk about church or anything like that but then i would hop out of the gate and just go party and do things that you know i shouldn't have been doing but then as soon as she would come and try to like get a part of my life with church not only because i mean it was both ways like not only did she also not really want to be a part of it at the time um but also like truthfully speaking i didn't want her either like to be a part of it even though i i said i did inside of my heart i knew that like yeah but like that's really really personal that's really really like where uh i guess i hurt easy you yeah. know so yeah what you're talking about just you know having that gate up and you know it goes both ways too because you can easily let things out too yeah. or just say okay i only want this certain stuff to be out here but everything that could hurt me is going to be secured by this gate yeah and it's like being in that stage of like a breakup it's very vulnerable mm -hmm. because and it could either like serve a great a, an amazing purpose yeah. where god can take that vulnerability and like just use it for his glory he'll still use it regardless even if you choose the wrong one because mm -hmm. i've been there a few times where like like i'm just feeling like oh dude like this sucks so let me try to fill the void of not having my ex anymore and try to go talk to a girl you know yeah. that maybe i shouldn't be talking to because mm -hmm. it's familiar you know, like, I know I could get the attention yeah, that real I quick. want real yeah. quick, you know? And God is like, no, like, I want the alone time with you, mm -hmm. you know? And it's just, it's, you know, it's, I think I've experienced both where I feel like, you know, I've done, I've done the wrong choices and I've also done the right choices in, the, in that vulnerable state of mind. And God's used both of them because mm -hmm. of his grace, mm -hmm. you know? Um, but, I mean, if we could just try to uh you know make the right choice it'll make life much easier for sure um but sometimes it's hard because you know it, it takes extra effort to make the right choice and it takes 
it takes more of a healing process mm-hmm. where God is actually going to do deeper hard work in you. Yeah. All right. On to the next one up here. Back to the, the symptoms that we struggle with in seeing right? Um, next one is bitterness. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so this is this is where it says i'm not receiving the best in life god's punishing me you know or god doesn't want me to be he wants me i'm just gonna be single forever like god doesn't love me whatever these kinds of things that we say or that it's like you become bitter against the other person (laughs) easy said yes lord me No, I think I think this is one of the biggest traps that a lot of single Christians fall into is the bitterness. This is it's a bitterness trap or it's like something doesn't work out in a relationship and you're like, "Well, God, whatever." Like or you become bitter against that person and you're like, "Well, God doesn't love you anyways." <laughs> like you're saying all these kinds of like crazy things about that person and um this comes from Psalm 84:11, which says this is more for like like you kind of seeing these kinds of things where it says for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Right? The next one is sexuality. A sexual relationship is the only means to intimacy. I don't know what to do with my sexual desires. Hold up, hold up. We just moved, like, so we just went from <laughs> bitterness to you. sexuality, like, yeah. that quick. Did you have something to share on bitterness? Yeah, we gotta go back. Come on, man. <laughs> Easy one. Go back. Go. Come on, man. Let's chop on, it up real chop. quick. Well, I mean, it could it goes it goes both ways too, you know. Oh, cool. yeah. Cause how do I put this? Honestly speaking, if there was no sex involved, I probably wouldn't have bitterness. Ex- Ooh, yeah. yeah. You know? Exactly. Um, but speaking on behalf of the bitterness. You know, we mention either bitterness towards God and saying like, oh, I'm never going to have anybody. You know, I don't struggle with that, personally speaking. Um, And if you are, you know, hopefully we can help you out in some way with this podcast. But what I've struggled with is the bitterness. And I know it's it's Matt and I have have had this conversation before and we I walked away from it. And I was like, yeah, it felt good to get it off my chest. But I felt bad because deep down inside I know it was rooted in bitterness and the conversation we had is we would we were talking about our exes and we were like yo man we dodged a bullet like thank you God like <laughs> thank you Jesus keeping out for me you, you know we like we got a call over our lives we can't just have you know no regular old thing I'm just being real man I'm just being real and um but yeah you know you can't just have no regular old thing and um you know i didn't say all that (laughs) i did i did i'll say that i I said i know i said i probably did ezekiel said it okay um i do man but what we did say to each other is that you know we had that conversation where we felt bad for them and we said y'all could have been with us and be where we're at together in our ministry and you guys aren't there. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you know, you where know. you're like, you, t- you like look back at your ex and you're like, I really wanted you to be here with me. Yeah. And you're not, and you're missing out, girl. Like, yeah. you're missing out on a lot. 
yeah, that sounds like we're in the right, but if you really think about it, that's still bitterness. That's still bitter being about it because you're like, you know, you're not really over it. You're not really done with that because if you were over it, you would just be like, all right, whatever God, God, whatever you have in plan for their life, like let it be and also keep them safe. And that's all that we ask for. Whereas like before I was like, you're missing out, girl. Like you could have had this. You could have been with this. Yeah. And like we could have been doing ministry together. And we ain't. Like yeah. that's on you. Yeah. And you know it's not. It's it's just being bitter. Yeah. Go ahead. Do you think it also stems from bitterness for from yourself? Like for yourself? Like who you were in that relationship? Ooh. Um, Ooh. Yeah, it it does. It really does because um one of the repeat the question again. I want to hear it again. Okay, okay. Okay. So, uh how did I say? It? Um do you think it stems from a place of bitterness like that you have with yourself of who you were in that relationship? Yes. Okay, yeah. I know that yeah, I know that for myself. I was definitely um, <laughs> almost like I know I I I knew better, but I didn't do better. Mm. Oh, dang. Exactly. Yeah. And to answer your question, yes, because I did things that I know I shouldn't have. Yeah. And I did them anyways. And because I did them, I regret it. Um. And part of me, I'll always say I'll never regret the relationship because I'm, it taught me a lesson. But like, let's be real. Like, I do regret it because I gave a part of myself to that person that, spiritually speaking, we're going to be tied forever, you know, in that sense. Because, you know, bro, you breaking this. Well, I I get no, no, I mean it. But like, but like, you know, that's one of the things, biblically speaking, you do, you know, share a tie with that person, with all the people that you, you know, you know, I'm saying have sex with. (laughs) And it just, it hurt because that's, that is kind of where my bitterness stems from because, you know, being honest about it, not only was, you know, was it good with my ex, but also it just hurt because deep down inside, I wanted her to be there with me on this journey where I'm at now. But, you know, God obviously had different plans and I thank God for that, but um, you know, you ha- you have to live with the consequences that you make and the decisions yeah, that you make, yeah. you know, whether it's good or bad. So trying to get over the whole, um, you know, like you could have been here, but you're not, you know, yeah. that's on you. No, it's it's really on me. And let's be real easy. You're still harboring like bad and ill intentions <laughs> for that person. It is. Yeah, it really is. It is prideful. I think like for me. Um, to answer Kenya's Pull that mic question, up closer, bro. to answer uh, Kenya's question, like I do have like some sort of, I mean, I guess bitterness towards myself uh, with my last relationship, just because um, she was very critical of my mm. like of my uh, a lot of things in my life. Let's just say that um, whether it had to be, I'm not even going into detail, but so now I reflect and I'm like, I probably should have like prepared better before I got into that relationship, you know, whether it's financially, emotionally, or spiritually. Um, 
maybe I feel like maybe that would have changed things. Um, but who knows? Like, so there's that struggle in my mind sometimes where I'm like, yo, like, what if like we if I would have been more uh, prepared in my single season before her, like if we still would have been together, you know, um, but and then that gets all confusing, too, because and then there's also her side of her mentality and what she thinks and like how true is that you know so it gets confusing for sure but uh something very cool that you said earlier is that the struggle or the pain like teaches you things and it does and like i was struggling so much after our breakup because i was like did i mess up was it her and like it doesn't matter whose hand dealt the issue if it's satan you or her or god or whoever it is god is still going to use it so yep. like, amen amen so like just knowing that has freed me so much and mm-hmm. i'm just like all right cool like now i'm not worried about like oh like if i'm the one who messed up you know or i'm the mess up of the of the relationship but yeah yeah get, definitely. get that mic no 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 so um i don't know if the reason being that y'all like split up was because of this ministry thing um, but I will say, like, when Noah and I were together in the beginning, he, we had, um, I had this idea in my mind of how our life was going to go. That we were going to get married <laughs> in 2018. We were going to get a house together. He was going to be an architect. Yep. And then he just, all of a sudden, it was like, switch. And it's, I wasn't yoked. God put that in my and heart to become a Noah pastor. Was, Noah was like, I want to do this. I don't know how, but I'm going to do this. And I, I didn't think he was considering me. So in my, in my insecurity, I like lashed out on him. I was like, hmm. it, even the, the, sorry, Stephen Furtick, but like <laughs> even Stephen Furtick speaking, like made me angry because it, it I was like, this did. man is not even thinking for himself. He's just listening to a pastor. Like he needs to read his Bible, True story. all these things that I thought he needed to do to become a pastor. And we just turned away because mm-hmm. guess what? You have to have support in a relationship. Yeah. And yeah. And if a man doesn't feel supported, he's going to turn his back and not even listen to you anymore. You'll be the, you'll be the oct, the, what is it? The octave he can't hear anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's so just true. Tune you out. It's so, tr- the frequency. Yeah. But the thing is in that year that I was single, I, I did become, I was cracked and yoked and, and then I, <laughs> whisked to, whisked, whisked now together. all i want to do is support noah build him up make him the best man that he can be because he's going to be leading our family one day and what do i want for my children and my family a leader yeah and so. what what you just said is so so important about turning your back to that person when you're in a, a not so good relationship you turn you're too blah, you turn your back on the other person as like turning away from them but when you're in a marriage and when you're in a healthy relationship on God, when you turn your back to the other person, it's not to leave them, it's to fight with them so that when anything comes against you, nothing stands against you too, because you're fighting back to back. Therefore, you have all sides covered. Amen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was exactly what you said, but just in a different way that yeah. you're not, you're not turning your back because you're leaving. You're turning your back on them because you're watching their back. Right. Amen. Yes. Yeah. I always. Exactly. Exactly. Oscar, wanna, and, go ahead. Go I was going to say, I want yeah, to hear, I hear what these two have to say. Because you guys, how, okay, how long have you guys been in a relationship now? Like, oh, we're like, yeah, like, you guys have been going on dates and stuff. We all know. It's okay. We're all here. <laughs> 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 
So can you guys just kind of like walk through us what it's been like for you guys, especially coming from two people who were single for so long. And that's very commendable to you two for just sticking through it and like seeking God first. But like, how have you guys not only overcome that long period of time, but now what are you doing with each other to build that relationship even further? Yeah. Well, as I had mentioned, I've not dated before. And so um, that comes with also, I had decided early on to keep myself morally pure. So I saved myself for a marriage. That's it. That's it. Um, and yeah, and that even comes with little things. So, you know, I, I just have always made sure to like guard my heart and my, my heart has always been for the Lord and stuff and knew that he would bring that perfect man into my life. Like the moment when I wasn't even searching and I had never felt more like happy and, and content and meeting like girls like Kenya and seeing that God was already putting a purpose in my life to speak to these younger girls because I wanted to encourage them with like what God has done for me and, and the choices that you can make um, and how worth it it is. And it, it just amazing, like just follow his word type of thing. You know, he's going to, he's even the weight, like it's so worth it. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I guess. Oscar's just got a big smile on his face. <laughs> something really, um, you know, I guess he kind of, you know, let me know he had interest in me. Um, pretty. <laughs> when you, uh, and you got me. And I see you. So I let him know, you know, um, that I did really actually, I cared about him, but you know, let him know my backstory. And that was the purpose. It wasn't the real, like, it's not that I don't want to date you because I don't date to date. It's, you know, intentional. Dang. And, Say um, that again, Terrell, quick. <laughs> I don't just date to date. Thank you. Um, but, you know, and then I, I let him know. And he, he said that he was actually, you know, he had, he had been praying and how he had asked the Lord, like, the next person that I asked, that she would, you know, for that purpose, to be a wife and all of that. And so I appreciated him letting me know that that was his heart, too. And he shared about six <laughs> years and waiting and all that. So we just decided, like, to keep it as, you know, um, friends, but just, you know, I'll go about this the right way. Um, but then I guess it was a week later, and he called, and he said, you know, he let me know that he wanted to see where we were at with all that. And um, <laughs> what, a, what a nice gentleman, like, yeah, straight up. Seriously, that, those were actually, like, a way of, like, testing his heart, too. Like, I, I, I told him, like, right away that I was going to be 100%, like, open and honest. I, I'm a pretty honest person, you know? And to see that with him, it, it was the same thing, and I, I just so appreciated that. I, I saw that I could trust him, you know, and he didn't try to make advances, and he, he honored those things that I talked about. He's been just so, yeah, respectful of that. So, honestly, like, the most we've done is, like, you know, held hands. So we just... <laughs> We just have been waiting and, and, and as I don't know if you know, but we're, you know, on the Daniel fast, I know Noah and Lily had done it. And yeah. so I, I approached him with that. I said that I wanted to do that for that purpose. And, uh, so he fasted one Sunday, let me know. And then just to make sure that he wasn't just doing it because, oh, she wants, wants she probably wants me to do this, yeah. Yeah. but just to make sure. And, uh, so yeah, we're doing that together, but you know, God just needs to be in the center uh, of that and make sure we have that foundation and even just the building up the friendship and making sure like you enjoy each stage. Like you don't have to rush it, you know, um, knowing that God's got like, you know, long distance and it's just been a beautiful journey. So I guess it's official, you know, but not, but you know, it's just like, 
Yeah, you you all, you all know. That's right. Letting making sure God. There you go. We're letting God guide us right now. That's right. So, yeah. Well, that's what's so important too is that you have both like been content with where you've been yeah. in your relationship with God, like, and that's what's been so strong. Like you, I'm y'all's relationship is gonna be powerful. Yeah. Like I'm telling you right now, I see this. I'm just like y'all are gonna be something special because it takes like so much equally yoked kinds of people to not only say, you know what, we're, we're going to keep holding up our values from what we've had before, you know, and not give in just because now we're in a relationship, like, and say, okay, everything's fine now. But like, keep holding that value up until the point, like when you honor God in that way, God's going to do so much through you because he's like, that's exactly what my, I have intended for like marriage to be and, and people to be. Yeah. So props to you guys, because that's, that's amazing. It really is. That's a, that's a powerful testimony that you guys are going to have to, to share one day. Like it's, and being able to do the Daniels fast together ain't easy. <laughs> yeah. Like, but it, it really builds you up. And like, yeah. if you're seeking God in that time and saying, God, like be the center of our relationship and, and you know, work through us, it, it does incredible things. So, all right, Oscar, your turn. Oh, unless can are you sure? Okay. Go ahead, Kenya, real quick. <laughs> okay. 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 So, uh, speaking on behalf of what Tara said and how um, she began like this relationship by being fully honest, I think that's um, something that's pivotal learning within this like singleness uh, season in my life, at least, is um, also just, you know, growing my relationship with God and also deciphering like my needs versus my wants, you know? And, um, (laughs) gosh, these people are so good. And I just love like the intentionality behind like just witnessing these like amazing relationships and even friendships, you know, like from the start, just being honest with the other person, like not, having to hide anything because you've already just like come to terms with maybe where you may have stumbled upon your journey and like being able to be transparent um, without having to hide it or without feeling ashamed, you know? Right. I think that's powerful. Like just speaking in terms of like testimony wise, Yeah. how we all have like, Things that we've learned and just moving past that. Absolutely. But you go ahead, Oscar oh, or, or Noah. <laughs> All right, Oscar. What's it been like for you the past six years? Um, it's actually been kind of crazy. My testimony actually started six years ago. I was in a relationship back then, and um, it was about a year and a half. And back then, I actually didn't have a good relationship with God, so I was pretty much doing life on my own terms, and hence. It's kind of funny you brought it up first, Noah, as far as like identity when we first started off the podcast, yep, yep. because that was me pretty much. Like I pretty much tied part of my identity to my relationship and me doing things my own way, not God's way, obviously led to a lot of drama, a lot of pain and yeah, just a lot of unnecessary stuff. Um, but after all that ended, I pretty much was in a bad situation just because obviously you don't have your identity anymore after when you tied to someone. And for me, once that was stripped out of my life, it was a little scary just because at that point you really don't know who you are. 
it's like you don't know what your purpose is you don't know what you're really doing in your life so for me those are very scary point in my life that I didn't know what to do and in that situation um, I actually had some of my family that was reaching out to me it was like hey I was opening up to them about what I was going through and they were playing those seeds like for what you're going through right now in life you need to come back home and you start going to church yeah. and it's it's crazy because during that time I was, I was actually in NAU so I was pretty much separated from all my family all my friends I didn't have anyone so I was in that season two where I was feeling lonely too and just having nothing no one is just I it was obviously I needed to come back home so I came back home and it's crazy because I still came back home knowing I needed to go to church but for me it's like I didn't want to like I was so used to my old ways that I wanted to go back to that I wanted to go back to my old ways to fill that void and obviously God had different plans for me and um but yeah I mean last the last three years have been intentional in my walk and the three years prior to that I was just building my foundation on God so for me that's another thing too where for some people it's a lot faster as far as getting with God and setting their foundation on Jesus where for me it took me a while yeah, yeah. and it took me three years and honestly that's not everyone's story like I said but that's my testimony and it's been an interesting journey just because I know that kind of like we talked about earlier too like don't focus on finding the right one or just the one instead of focus on being the one like Noah was saying Ooh, that is so good say that again Oscar instead of trying to find the one focus on being the one yes Love it's that. like you said it's a good. Noah just whatever you want to see in your future spouse like you should be doing doing that yourself mm-hmm. that way like you guys were saying like you're equally yoked like and for me that's something that I've been trying to do these last six years and it's been pretty interesting and just like meeting Sarah what two three months ago is kind of flipped my whole world upside down and <laughs> it's one of those things where I pretty much prayed to where I when I would meet my wife like I wanted to be like a God thing where it was natural that it wasn't forced and that she would pretty much seek God as much as I do about our future relationship because like she had explained earlier um for me once I got out of my last relationship, it was put in my heart, like the next person you date, like that's, it's going to be intentional, like, like marriage. And for me, I held on to that just because like we were talking earlier, like once you get, for me, like I felt that pain of being ripped apart from someone and I didn't want to go through that. So it was a little bit with fear too, Mm -hmm. where I didn't want to go through that anymore. Like, so I just kind of built those walls up where I'm not going to put myself in those situations. Um, but yeah, just going back to like what we're going through right now, it's pretty amazing just what God's been doing in our lives. And obviously we're seeking him first. And at the same time, I'm also trying to guard her heart just because I know she hurt, she pretty much shared her story with me. And I just want to be responsible with, with her That's heart. It's great. And <laughs> obviously I, this is not me. This is God just because I've never done this before God's way. So it's all new to me. And I, I, she tells me that I'm doing pretty good, which I'm glad <laughs> just because it's, it's nerve wracking at times. I'm like, I, like, I'll see God. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, God. But the one thing I know is that if I keep pursuing you, it's kind of like that Matthew 633, like focus on him yeah. and he'll give everything else to All you. All these that's, things will be given to you. Exactly. And that's where I'm holding on to. Like, I'm going to pursue what you place in my heart as far as my calling in this season. And I know you're going to work out everything else in my life. So 
but it's definitely been a crazy journey that I've been loving and I'm excited to see what the next season is going to be in as far as where we're at right now. My apartment's going to be extra blessed <laughs> from ever, all of these, all of these amazing people. Like no, like for real, like for real, like I'm super happy for Noah and Oscar and you girls. Cause like, the way I've seen, I never seen Oscar cheese this much. Like he been cheesing, man. <laughs> he can't like, stop smiling. Cheesing hard, like you should see a smile. Like I don't even use this word, but it's kind of cute. Like honestly, like, hey, right? It is. And in the way that Lillian was looking at, I, I I noticed her looking at Noah earlier when when he was speaking, and just the way that you look at him too. Like I was like, dang, that's so dope. Like yes, have that. A connection, you know, like you could tell, like she's like a hundred percent for him, like behind him, like or not, well, right next to him, aside, be, beside him. So, um, it's just cool to see to see my boys blessed, you know, like y'all are with next, good women. So easy, yeah, so. Matt, Kenya, y'all are next. Say it, bro. When you say y'all next, like, <laughs> listen, this is this is for okay, cause. This is a singleness episode. Yeah, we got to come back to that. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. The story is great, but um, being single and hearing all this, yeah, the initial thought and all you single people listening here with us, your initial thought is, dang, I want that. Yeah. You know, like I really do want that. And yes, it's okay to want that. And it's okay to be like, you know, that, that is going to happen. But first and foremost, you have to go through the process yeah. that, Oscar went through. Yeah. You have to go through the process that Tara did. You know, yeah. like right now I'm in that process because I'm in that amen. process. Yeah, amen. <laughs> because and I'm not even trying to force a relationship anywhere. You know, it it just I'm just I'm like I'm gonna focus on God first. I don't care. Like all that stuff's gonna happen. I have so much faith already that God has already selected that person. And it'll come when it happens. Yeah. And but for right now, it's like, well, God, you already know how the future is gonna be. So in order for me to actually get to that future, what do I need to do now and take those steps to get there? And so for people that are single, you need to understand that dive deeper into serving at church. Yeah. Dive deeper. Lean more into going to a connect group or a Bible study or something like that. Listen to more worship music. Like, do a month where you just only listen to worship music. Take yourself on a date. Take yourself on a date. No, seriously, seriously. I've gone to the movies already by myself maybe like 15 times out of this year being single. And it is one of the best things. Like, I love going to the movies. That's just one of my favorite things of all time. Yeah. But, like, going to the movies by myself was one of those things where I was like, oh, I'm never going to do that. That's for, like, weird people. Yeah. And then I found myself doing it. And I like went into the movies. What was it, man? We're gonna hit this, okay? <laughs> New Year's, New Year's Eve. I was, you know, single again for New Year's Eve. My past relationship took took two years for it to take its course. Um, but one of the things that I did is on New Year's Eve 2019, or rather, you know, New Year's Eve 2018, going into 2019 i was like i'm just gonna go to the movies and just like watch movies all day and i paid for one ticket went in saw the movie 
And then I don't remember what the first movie was, but I remember like the movies after that. And I remember I watched, it was like Pitch Perfect, the last one. And then it was um, something with like Lego. Like the yeah, the Lego movie, movie or something yeah. like that. Number 55. I mean, yeah, I just movie hopped. Of course, yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> Yeah. Saved, but not that saved. But no, I went. I did like I did like four movies that day. I got there like at like eleven, and we didn't leave till about ten thirty p.m. I was there a long time, but you know what? It was so necessary for me to do that because it made me. I know this sounds weird to say, but like sitting in a movie theater on my own and watching these movies, I was like not only re- like thinking about my spiritual walk. But God was like speaking to me in that and also saying like, you're going to have, you're going to have a year easy where it's just you and you're going to need to get used to this feeling because like your call in your life and and where I want to take you, like you can't just be in a relationship just to be in one. And, you know, we joke around as guys kind of like, oh, (laughs) you know, easy, get yourself a girlfriend and stuff like that. Or like, who you, who you going to ask out for coffee? And I'm literally just like, no, like, I don't, I don't want to do that because I know if I do, I'm going to have bad intentions again. And um, it's just becoming one of those things where like, I'm just going to do it just to do it. Whereas I want to be intentional, like Oscar and Tara. And I want to be the one, I want to make it to where it's like, okay, if it happens, like, let's get serious. Let's do a fast first before we start dating. Let's do like some, something, you know? Yeah. So being single, you just always want to make sure where if you're in the same season that Matt, Kenya and I are in, dive deeper and deeper into mm-hmm. his word, into yeah. his music, God's music, into listening to um, preaching and, and stuff like that. Because especially, especially, especially getting a community of believers as well and just going out and hanging out and not only that but like serving together because i gotta say i don't think i would be where i'm at if noah and i didn't meet oscar and matt and kenya and tara and obviously you lillian too um (laughs) but you was out of town um but yeah no like and then especially for a guy yeah come on man preach it right now on a guy's perspective it was so important for me to have just the single group of guys to hang out with because it you know that like that saying iron sharpens iron it does just being able to like sit with each other talk share the struggles you know be 100 percent open with another guy yeah like the world teaches you like that's weak yeah and the world teaches you that like oh you're being a you know what but we're in like with god it's like no, you're you're sharing community, you're sharing personal stories only to build yourself up more and to also have people to help hold you accountable to things. So, yeah. I get it, man. Real quick. God, man, I, f- I feel like I've been talking too much, but hey, man. So I think like honestly, like in your singleness, it's really like you have to find or not even find, but just serve. And then eventually, if you don't know your calling or purpose, like you'll find it. But it's so crucial to do that in your singleness because uh, especially as, I mean, I don't want to say especially as a man, but because even, you know, I'm not going to go there. But anyways, if you find your purpose, like do like you're going to find the girl or the guy who whatever you are. Um, 
that's gonna be able to walk in your same pace you know walk in the same yeah. lane as you and stuff and and you're not gonna settle for stuff so like with, right, if you don't yeah. know your purpose you're gonna be willing you're gonna settle for like yep. if you start dating the wrong your person exactly you'll comfort. sacrifice your calling for to keep a, a person around yeah but like if you know your purpose like if that's the wrong person wrong person then like like they no, nothing can shake your foundation right, you know in right. christ and your purpose in christ and stuff and and i was in a place like back in my past like where i was i was kind of like about to like give my not i wasn't gonna abandon my calling but i kind of was gonna put it aside for yep. for somebody but now i'm like well actually i knew i was weak so i told god like god i can't you know, I'm not going to break up with them because I just don't have the strength to do it. So, like, you have to do it for me. And, and, no, yeah, and, and, yeah, and no, and, and, and God's like, thank you. Here we go. And he did it. And, like, I, I thank God, like, yeah, thank God he did because, like, I was willing to, to kind of sacrifice my calling for that, you know? And now I look back and I'm like, thank you because, like, it's not worth it. It's really not like your yeah. purpose. Just, I mean, just to find somebody who's willing, like Lillian was saying, like she wants to like, just encourage Noah and like, just help him like uplift them or whatever. So like, that's so, that's so precious to have a, a you know, a relationship that encourages that, mm-hmm. like where you guys just help each other do God's will for, for your life, uh, for each other's lives. And honestly, Matt, that's like my biggest fear. It's kind of a side tangent thing, but like, that's my biggest fear with you saying like, oh God, I can't do this. Like, you know, I'll just sacrifice my calling. My biggest fear is that God will say, okay, I'll find somebody else to do it. Yeah, exactly. That's my biggest fear in life is that, that FOMO, that fear of missing out. Like, what if I don't do this? What if I sacrifice what God has called me to do because I want to do my own thing? God's like, I'll find somebody else. And he would. My, my pl- God says my plan will not be stopped Exactly. just because you are disobedient. I will make my plan come to happen, but will you be obedient to me? Will you follow me? Will you walk in my ways and let me work through you? And let, I I want to give this to you. I want to bless your life in this way. I've given this specifically for you. Exactly. And I think, I think identity plays a crucial part. Like you were saying, because at that time, like I knew my purpose, but like I wasn't identifying myself with my purpose. Cause yeah, I didn't see yeah. it in me, but once like I start like identifying myself with it and start seeing what God placed in me, and I'm like, okay, this is who I truly am, or this is my purpose. That's why I love Noah. When I met him, he was like, "I'm gonna be a pastor. I'm the pastor of." of <laughs> I uh, just declare it, man. Yeah, and I, I was like, I received that. I, he kind of he kind of gave me that push to declare for my own life too, and like I was like, as soon as I started declaring that, I started walking a certain way. I started thinking a certain way and you get a little I, swagger too. Yeah, you just exactly. like, you're right. Cause you're a little swagger. God walks with you. You ain't afraid yeah, of you're not, nothing. You're not willing to compromise anymore. <laughs> right. You're like, okay. Now I believe this now. I, I, mm-hmm. I identify with this. So I'm not going to let anything like distract me now from it. Exactly. And that's the thing. When you get in agreement with God, like you can do anything. Yeah. You know, and that goes with being single too. If you, if you get an, uh, an agreement with God, say, God, I'm going to be single. I'm going to be honorable to you, God. I'm going to uphold your values. Like God will work with you on that behalf to uphold his character. He will uphold his own promise, his own covenant, his own identity with you, right? Just as he did with Abraham. He made that covenant with Abraham, put Abraham to sleep and and made that covenant with himself because he knew Abraham couldn't do it. Yeah. 
but God made that covenant with himself to say, I will do this on your behalf. Dang. So when you get an agreement with God, it's powerful. It like is. anything can happen, especially when two people come together as a couple. Ooh. Okay. Like get seriously watch out like get yeah. like do use this time with your singleness to get an agreement with god get an agreement with people around you to say you know what i've been called to do this i'm gonna do this because god's mm-hmm. called me to do this yeah and watch what happens watch what god will do in your life like it is crazy when you have that kind of just crazy faith that expectant just like you know what god told me this it's gonna happen yep exactly. even if it doesn't even if it doesn't look exactly like what you said with joseph and his dream like it's still gonna happen yeah and that's when the revelation comes and that's when God reveals a greater part of himself to you through all of that. And like mm-hmm. it, and at the end of the day, like all the glory goes back to God. Yep. Like Lillian and I have set that in our relationship, you know, it's like anything that happens with us, it's like, God, thank you. But this, this is for your glory. Like this is for you. You have blessed us so that we can bless others, you know? Yeah. So, well, we're going to end it there. This is a long episode for you guys listening, but that's, um, an hour and 12 minutes, <laughs> but then no, this has been such an like amazing episode. Just talking with you guys and hearing your stories. Like, thank you guys so, so very much for being on this and giving insight to all of us. And for everyone listening, like this is going to be really helpful for a lot of people. I think, you know, being intentional with God before you start dating someone, like being intentional with your relationship with God first and foremost. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like the big takeaway from all this is like, seek him first, like seek God and following his ways, get in that community of other single people and, you know, just keep walking, keep running your race. And then God will bring someone beside you at the right time. So, um, before we end, we always like to, uh, you know, end every episode with that prayer for salvation for anybody who is, uh, going through a time of singleness or a breakup or something and saying, I need to get back in relationship with God first. You know, I need to, I need to rearrange my life. I need to reorganize my life and, and go back into this. So we always want to um, offer that opportunity for someone to place their life with Jesus Christ and to, to um, begin that new journey. And the Bible says that if you declare with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in, sorry, in your heart that um, God raised from, from the dead, that you'll be saved. Like right here and now you'll be saved. So I'm going to say this. If you guys kind of want to like maybe huddle around the other mic or just kind of say it loudly so he picks it up. Um, so I'm going to say the prayer. And if you guys just want to repeat after me. Um, we'll do that. So, dear Jesus, dear Jesus, thank you for the life you gave me. Thank you for dying for me. I believe you rose from the dead to forgive my sins. Come into my life. Make me new. I'll follow you. This is my new beginning. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Hey, if you guys just made that decision for the first time, we are celebrating with you as you just heard with us. Welcome to the family. It's the best decision you will make in your entire life. So um, if you guys, <laughs> straight up. Now, if, uh, if you want to share that with us, we would love to hear from you guys. You can send us an email at connection.podcast3. Um, reach out to us. Let us know you made that decision. Or talk to us in those DMs. <laughs> We'll respond. We'll respond late night. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. We'll be asleep. Nine thirty is out. <laughs> no, um, or just you know, talk to us on Instagram. Comment, like videos, connection podcast, or at connection podcast on IG. And again, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for inputting your wisdom and everything. I feel super blessed. We're all getting ready to go to worship night. It's about to be intense. <laughs>
All right, everybody. Thank you for listening in. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We love you all. Have a fantastic week. Peace out, guys.